Welcome to another episode of Car Thoughts with Mark Adam. I think this drive is going to take about 20-ish minutes plus a stop at Tim Hortons. Because that's, that's how I roll. I don't think I can get in the car without going to Tim Hortons. I physically lack the capability to do that. Sometimes I don't even want it. I just... I have to have it. Anyway, um, so here's my situation today. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate. I was supposed to work this morning, and I was getting up and getting mobile and whatnot, and I uh, I got a nosebleed because Winnipeg is very, very dry. Uh, it's, it's a city that... Uh, yeah, just it's just very dry here. I, I, I'm used to the climate on the East Coast, where there's a lot of humidity and salt water uh, humidity in the air. So, anyway, here it's very dry, so I get nosebleeds from time to time, which is fine or whatever. But today it kind of went on and on and on and on and on. It just would not stop bleeding, and it was super annoying. And so I... But, but a half hour before I'm supposed to be at work, I started messaging work, being like, yeah, still bleeding, like I'm getting pretty lightheaded. I'm pondering the thought of going to the, the walk-in clinic instead of work. And uh, they were like, yeah, we'll figure it out, blah, blah, blah. I work with some great people, by the way. Uh, but then uh, it just, it sort of stops. So I'm like, okay, I just, I'm a little lightheaded. I'm gonna give myself a couple, minutes to just you know relax and drink some water and you know just try and oh, get that back uh get that back to right so then i get organized i get out the door and i slip and fall on some ice all good i'm, I'm a you know a big guy young guy you know I, I i wasn't hurt by it let's say uh, i fell right on my butt like flat on my butt uh, no problem. You know, get up. As soon as I get up, my nose starts bleeding again. So I go back inside, bleeds for quite a bit. And I'm like, you know what, I, I gotta go to the hospital. Like, I, you know. So I let work know, like, I won't be coming in at all. I'm gonna go to the clinic instead. So then I went and sat in the clinic, and guess what they told me? They told me that there was nothing they could do, and that I would have to go to the hospital, the actual hospital, not the Mbaka when people say they're going to the hospital, they don't necessarily mean they're going to the hospital. They're going to the walk-in clinic or whatever. Whatever it is. They're calling their family doctor or whatever. So anyway, that's where we got to. And then uh, they were just like, yeah, because then they can, if you go to the hospital and you're bleeding and blah, 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 they can do something about cauterizing your nose, which sounds really, really terrible. Stick a hot thing up your nose and just seal some together. Not looking forward to that. So I... Uh, because the, the bleeding had stopped before I reached the, the clinic, I just sort of relaxed, I drank some water, I, I sat in the car, I didn't move, I just sat in the car for a while. And I'm feeling pretty good now, I'm going to get a tea in me because I need some caffeine. I'm in the Tim Hortons drive through lineup right now at the same Tim Hortons I always go to, which is the slowest drive through in the city. Oh, we're moving all of a sudden. 
when I got here, there were five cars in line. I'm car six, and one just left now. So, anyway, super annoying. <sighs> so, we're going to take a moment and pause for tea time. Alright, we're back on the road. Onward and upward, as they say. Got my tea. Still roll up. Pretty excited about that. I keep, I keep waiting for that disappointing day you show up at Tim Hortons and they're like, oh, we're all out of roll ups. Uh, hold on. And then I just cry into my tea. Anyway, so I just told you about my morning. That was pretty rough. Gotta tell you, it was a little underwhelmed, let's say, with how that went. Uh, what's funny is, last night, I I had a very interesting end to my evening. I was really bored, and I didn't have the baby, and I didn't have to work last night, so I figured I'm going to go sing some karaoke at the Pint downtown. So I did, and that was fun. And then, <laughs> well... Guess what? Uh, I got to play citizen, citizen justice. You know, like uh, we did a citizen's arrest. I guess I, no, we didn't really. Uh, there was this weird, strange fellow at the bar last night, and he ended up stealing uh, a young woman. I think she was about I don't know, 21, 22. Ended up stealing her purse, and. Uh, fled the scene and whatnot, and I wrote this whole article on my website, so if you go to markadam.ca, there's a, an article called, uh, I think I called it, uh, I'm pretty much Batman, I think that's what I called it, but anyway, it doesn't matter, if you go to markadam.ca, it'll be the article with the, the Batman picture there, uh, just run the search for Batman, so it's really funny, <laughs> like, this guy was just being a total arsehole and it was between start to finish 10 minutes because the Winnipeg police service they responded so fast it made my head spin like it, it was crazy how fast but I mean Reader's Digest version for those that don't like reading in general uh, Guy Steals Purse some people saw that he was the guy, so she went out and confronted him. He denied it and then took off. He had a shopping cart outside, apparently, so I guess he's a local vagrant. Um, but he was in the bar, blah, blah, blah. So he takes off, and she comes in, and she's super upset because her purse is missing, and she's super worried about these checks she has in her purse that she had obviously hadn't cashed and uh, needed that money, as one would. Uh, <laughs> so she's pretty upset and I and I'm leaving and I'm like oh that's really unfortunate but what am I going to do you know like but she had said that the guy kind of disappeared on her out there so uh I'm headed to leave and across the street there's this little parking structure and I just thought I'm gonna poke my head in and see if he's there and I did and I went in and he was there way in the back corner and he was going through the, the stuff he'd stolen so uh as soon as he saw me, he starts jamming everything in his little, he had this little messenger 
bag and uh, he starts stuffing it like in there and I like, I just flat out asked him I was like did you take that girl's purse he's like no I didn't effing take his purse or take her purse like da 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 anyway his English was pretty brutal but the end result was he swore a lot and told me he did not have the purse and he we went over it a couple of times, but he just kept denying that he had it. So I said, well, she's on the phone with the police. I said, I'm on the phone with the police. So they'll be here any second. So if I were you, I'd get the hell out of Dodge, knowing full well there wouldn't be enough time. And uh, I went back to the bar real quick, which is right across the street, and brought her and her party of people. There were men and women involved. Uh, and uh, they went back and we confronted the guy again. And we just sort of stalled him until the police arrived, and then the police got there, and they they took over. <laughs> yeah, I do not want to be arrested in Winnipeg. Those police officers did not. Yeah, they were they were not kind in the way that they, they handled that situation. They were not ginger or gentle in any way. Uh, it was it was something that. Uh, That'll put the fear in you. You don't want to be committing any crimes with those guys around. But it was so crazy and fast the cops got there. That was that was the most impressive thing to me was how fast they showed up. Because they got there and then made the arrest and all that happened. And as that's happening, two like SUVs come down the ramp from upstairs in the parkade. They were in the actual building. <laughs> and they come down and... They, like they were in the building, and the the uniformed officers, like the, the with the lights on the car and all that, the, the marked cars, like the marked car got there first. It's crazy. So then these guys all get out of these SUVs, and it's like something out of a uh, like an action movie, where it's all these like fully armed, like assault rifle cops get out of the car, and they're just like. How's everything here? And they, they're just walking around, seeing if they can find any more of the girl's stuff that this guy had scattered about. It was crazy. It was crazy. So all of that took like 10 minutes. They were there so fast, and they took all the information and everything they needed. The, the, I, I guess they caught the guy on... They had the guy on camera taking the purse from the bar. Like, it's an open shut. Like, you stole this purse. People saw you, which is why there was a confrontation in the first place. I saw you going through her stuff. All these guys. Uh, anyway, then they, when they found they found the purse on you, blah, blah blah. All that stuff was right there. Just an idiot. Just an idiot. Just the dumbest human being. But anyway, what are you gonna do? That was a crazy, crazy end to my night. I was, <laughs> I was like, woo! I had to play a little vigilante and. Did not get physical. I played it safe. I, I, I'm, I have a kid now. I can't be getting in fights and altercations like I used to could. Uh, this one time when I was a bar manager back in Halifax, I chased a guy down and tackled him. But um, that was that was way way before <laughs> in a, uh, a long gone era of my life. Now I'm a father, and I got to be responsible and think about her well-being and. That kind of stuff. So that's that's what happened. It was pretty nuts. <laughs> I'm uh, 
The only good thing about this nosebleed problem that I had is when after I went to the clinic and blah, 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 I was wearing my work clothes still at the clinic. I, did, I didn't change. I didn't think to. I was like, I was pretty dizzy and trying to be focused and I lost a bit of blood there. It's crazy. So, uh, but the, the, the silver lining here is I was supposed to pick up my daughter after work from her grandparents. Man, the, uh, the streets in Winnipeg, I'm telling you, here comes a giant bump. i got a brace missile for it every time. Like, it's nuts. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I was supposed to pick up my daughter later from her grandmother. But now... Uh-oh. No, we're good. Um, yeah, now we're... Jeez, uh, Winnipeg. <laughs> These roads. Now I get to go get her early, is my point. If I could ever get it to spit out with this... Paying attention to where all the holes in the road are. Yeah, so I'm on my way to pick her up right now, and then we're gonna have a great day. It's gonna be fun. Pretty excited. I got her a banana. Last time I had strawberries. Today I have a banana for her. Oh yeah, that was something I wanted to talk about. When? Because my daughter loves vegetables, and I called her the Veggie Monster in the last episode, and, and it just sort of like sparked something in my brain. But when did the Cookie Monster become the Veggie Monster? When did that happen? I missed that transformation at some point. I don't, I don't know when that happened. I, I don't know if I'm okay with it. Like I, I get that you don't want kids being like, "Oh, give me all the sugar." Like I get that. But the Veggie Monster really, really, like he he like went to rehab and got himself cleaned up, and now he's he's off the sugars. I'm off the sugars, you know. He goes to meetings now, like CA Cookies Anonymous. He goes to meetings and he's like recovering cookieaholic. And now he's got he's just replaced it with another problem. He's got a vegetable problem now, I guess. I don't, I haven't seen him since he's been the Veggie Monster. I think, now, thinking back, I, I think I remember somebody telling me that a while back, and I didn't really give it much thought. But last episode, when I mentioned it, it sparked. I was like, when did, when did that happen, and why? Like, Because kids don't like cookies now? Is that a thing? Or we're not allowed to like cookies? Or, the, like, the PC, like, the politically correct, healthy choices movement and society is it's getting out of hand people it really is it's it's becoming too much and i thought it was too much before but really veggie monster you're crossing lines now that i just don't think should be crossed but that's a personal thing i guess and everybody else you know, you feel how you feel about it but it all goes in my mind <laughs> this is the, because you know there was there was some sort of outrage from some parenting group somewhere that made that a necessary change you know that that like they it wasn't like there were sesame street decided oh let's make them a veggie monster that'll be fun let's switch it up kids are getting bored like kids don't get bored some parenting group had an issue and probably mounted some sort of campaign against the cookie monster. Like, like you got nothing better to do. Like, there aren't other problems we can be working on as a society. We got to worry about the cookie monster. 
ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I grew up with the Cookie Monster. I don't feel the need to eat every cookie I see all of the time. Just because something is on television doesn't mean that your parents can't teach you properly. That's the parents' job. And if you're watching Sesame Street, chances are you're home and one of your parent or guardian or babysitter or whatever, like it's their responsibility to teach you. So messed up. So stupid. And you'd think sometimes, like, oh, when you're a parent, you'll understand why that's, you know, I'm a parent. I don't get it. I don't get it. If, if there was Cookie Monster on Sesame Street and my daughter goes, love the Cookie Monster, I would think that that's adorable. I would think that that's awesome. And we would have little play cookies, like little, you know, those little uh, plastic cookie sets that you like for her kitchen, like little kid play sets. You don't have to make a big deal about it. It's so ridiculous. Ah, okay, I'm done. I, I'm moving on. blows my mind. You know what else blows my mind? I, I'm trying to get off the fast food. I am. And, and I don't do McDonald's. That's not a thing that I do. And I cut... I didn't cut fast food out altogether. I literally just cut out McDonald's. Which, because of the line of work I'm in where I'm, I'm out late at night and blah blah blah, it really limits my options and availability of fast food by just cutting out McDonald's, the one restaurant. And it technically is the, the worst of the bunch for what they're doing. I, they're all saying they're trying to change and be healthy and more natural foods and blah, blah, blah. It's all BS, I think. But the point is that I went to Burger King the other day and it was, yes, it was four o'clock in the morning because that's the time I got off work. And on Fridays and Saturdays, this particular location uh, is supposedly open 24 hours. So I go to the drive-thru and I try and order a couple Whopper Juniors. Oh, we don't have any Whopper Junior patties right now. Uh, we're cleaning the broiler. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll just have a Whopper then? Like, do you, what, what meats do you have prepped? Like, oh, chicken, fish, all that. No Whopper patties, no Junior Whopper patties, no burgers of any kind. No burgers. At a place called Burger King. What the hell? Burger is literally in the name of your business. You had one job. So I actually asked the lady at the window, why are you open then? And she said, well, we have other foods. I'm like, yes, but you're called Burger King and you're claiming to be open for 24 hours. 24 hours. So if you're going to clean the broiler, prep extra meat. 24 hours. You're open 24 hours. That means that you sell burgers for 24 hours in a row. And if you're not going to sell burgers for 24 hours in a row, don't be open 24 hours. It's not that hard a concept, I don't think. And it's one of those little, like, haha, first world problems. Like, I get it. Like, but at 4 o'clock in the morning when you've just finished work and you've just watched everyone else get drunk when you would have much preferred to be having beers than working, it's just, it's like, okay, well, this is my little bit of solace that I'm going to take to my crappy, I'm going to get this crappy burger and take it home and eat it and watch TV before I crash because I'm exhausted. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. 
which actually was five o'clock in the morning because of the, the time jump, the time went ahead. I guess my, my point is, you're called Burger King. You had one job. You failed at your job. You failed. Um, I should get over it. This, just little things like that just drive me nuts. It's like, why, why are you open? Why do you bother? What, what is the good of you to advertise burgers and then not provide burgers? Oh, well, we have chicken nuggets. I don't want your chicken nuggets. The, the Burger King chicken nuggets are gross. They're garbage. Burger King chicken sandwich? Like the Chicken King or whatever? I don't know what the hell the sandwich is called, but it's, it's gross. It's, <laughs> you go to Burger King for Whoppers. That's why you go there. Or Junior Whoppers or whatever. Whoppers. That's what you do. That is your thing. You are Burger King. You make burgers. I d <sighs> Sorry, I'm caught in a loop. I just it, it it hit me in a personal spot in a time of vulnerability and need. And I'm sorry, and I'm taking it out on you guys, and I don't mean to. I just, I just very it just it just blew my mind. Ah. <laughs> uh. But what do I know? I'm just a marshal in a car. At four o'clock in the morning, to them, there's, they're just, I think they just assume that you're drunk. I think they just assume that. And I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know if that's the employees because they're too lazy and they don't, just don't want to bother cooking, or if that's a management decision. Like, hey, between four and five o'clock in the morning, we're going to clean our our broiler uh, and not prep any meat because. I, uh, I, I didn't even know what to say to the person. I was, I, and I was so angry. I was laughing. Like, you know, that, like that level of angry where you're angry because the situation is so ridiculous. You just can't help but laugh. You know, that's, that's where I was. <laughs> so whatever. We'll, uh, We'll all get there eventually. I've got about three minutes left here before I reach my destination. I got the Waze Maps app. You guys use that Maps app? Waze? W-A-Z-E. It's a great app. It tells you when there's traffic lights. Like, not just tra not traffic lights, but like those traffic cameras. Because in Winnipeg, those are a big thing. Anybody that's listening to this or watching this from... Uh, anywhere else, in particular Halifax, where I'm from. If you ever come to Winnipeg, you watch yourself. These speed cameras, a lot of cash grab. They're just putting them up everywhere so they can be lazy and not put cops out to, to catch speeders. So they just send you a ticket. doesn't count against your license because they can't prove it was you, but it was your vehicle, so you're responsible. And they just send you a bill for anywhere from 200 to $300, depending on where it is, how fast, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they'll get you. Anyway, the, map, the Waze Maps app <laughs> tells you where those cameras are. Uh, it tells you like, uh, if a user sees like an accident on the side of the road, they can mark like there's an accident here. So you get the alert. You can avoid that uh, route if your route takes you through there. It's it's pretty handy. I got to tell you, and uh, tells you you know all kinds of stuff. Especially if you put your destination in. I know how to get most of the places I'm going. Like 99% of the places I'm going, I know how to get there. But I still punch them in 
just to see if there's any like, oh, there's a traffic hang up, like there's an accident here, there's construction here, there's this, that. Because Google Maps doesn't give you that kind of information, but Waze Maps does. And it's fantastic. It's all user inputted data live. It's great. It's a social map experience, which I greatly appreciate. It has saved me a lot of time on a number of occasions. So it's been great. So I, I like, but I like looking down and just having a quick glance and seeing, oh, you're one minute from your destination. Well, that's great. Super. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, so I guess I threw a tech review in there at the end of that, didn't I? But I'm uh, pulling up at my destination. So, there we are. And we're in park. I have reached my destination. I hope you reach your destination today. I said it last time. Uh, does that work as a catchphrase? Like, we'll end all the episodes like that? I reached my destination. I hope you reach your destination today. Little, little like, stars. And... No? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go. Okay. Bye.